I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome back to another episode of How Do You Hustle? You're joined by me, your host, Bronte, and today we're talking all about self-care. Self-care is something that I think has become such a bigger conversation over the last two years and arguably needed to be much sooner, apparently. I think I'd be flat out in a day not hearing someone talk about, you know, focusing more on their self-care or their mental health. And I think that's really great. I think we should have been having these conversations long ago before we all burnt ourselves out and weren't taking care of ourselves. But regardless, there's some people doing some really great work in the space. And one of those people is Rachel Akidanor. She's the founder of Self-Care Originals, who brought out some really useful tools to help with your self-care and just checking in with yourself and even just learning more about who you are and, and what you want and taking care of yourself. So I found this chat really great and I think she had some really incredible insight about self-care, self-discovery and, you know, transitioning through your career, which is something we've really focused on in this season. So I hope you all enjoy. I'd like to start the episode by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which I'm recording, the Yugambeh people, and paying respects to elders past, present and emerging. Today on How Do You Hustle, we're joined by Rachel Akidanor. She's the founder of Self Care Originals. How are you today, Rachel? I'm doing really well. Amazing. Excited to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. Um, quite a contrast today because I'm in my like a short sleeve shirt and it's super sunny and you're in a jumper. So <laughs> I'm assuming you're in Melbourne? Melbourne, yeah. yes. And it is bucketing down and freezing. Oh. So <laughs> I um right. I can relate. I lived in Melbourne for seven years, so I definitely know the feels. Um <laughs> so Rachel, tell me about your career story and like what led you to actually starting self-care originals. Mm. My career journey has been incredibly non-linear. So <laughs> it's wild when you look back and you can see the through line and the connection. But when I was kind of moving through it, there was not much intention, particularly around starting the business. I started it as a very much in my kind of creative energy. So 
whilst I was at university um, and despite my degree being quite uh, academic, I studied a Bachelor of Law, Commerce and a Diploma of Languages in Mandarin. Wow. So I was at uni for a very long time, which was actually great because it gave me seven years to just figure things out and explore and kind of be plodding along with the uni degree in the background. Um, but whilst I was at uni in my second year, I felt really drawn to the kind of creative world. I think I needed something that wasn't so academic and, and I really wanted to stress that, that element of myself. So um, I began copywriting and I interned oh, at a copywriting agency um, at a, and at a digital publication. And then I started freelance copywriting which then led me into having clients in the wellness space. Yeah. And I'd always been interested in self-care and in wellness um, regardless. So it was kind of a perfect alignment. And then through that experience, I identified areas of the industry that I didn't like or that I did like that I was drawn to. And then that kind of led me to starting um, my company, self-care. Amazing. I love that so much. And, you know, even just personally for me, I can relate in that I've sort of been in that, I've started copywriting in that wellness space as well and doing some of that work. And um, yeah, I think that creative outlet would have been so sort of therapeutic for you, I feel as well, mm -hmm. doing such an <laughs> academic degree. But then I feel like the academic side obviously helped probably mm -hmm. where you are today as well. Definitely. I think I... I think it's such a it's such a strength I think if people can like diversify their interests curiosity and skill set so you know and this was completely non-intentional for me I think mm -hmm. I just I love both that like logical kind of left side and oh I don't actually know which is the right side but I love both <laughs> sides of the brain the creative yeah. and then also more of that logical space so even I started my company when I was quite young. I was 23, which is quite strange wow. to think about now because I felt quite old at the time. It was, I, yeah. I guess, just not in terms of age, but just in terms of life experience. I just felt like I had something to say and something to contribute to the world. Um, but it's interesting to kind of see the through line of my evolution because I started my business and then I was still working and doing other things. So I moved on and um, whilst... Um, kind of just having my business I was working as a um, marketing and content director at a property um, development firm wow and then I turned into management consulting which is where I still kind of dabble in today um, again uh, that is a very different experience than just kind of that straight copywriting creative space totally. and I think the strength of having both that consulting or that strategy side with and that more that that business acumen with the creative is such a strong skill set when it comes yeah. to being a founder and a director so yeah such a benefit I feel tell us a little bit about self-care originals it's obviously your baby and your you know passion yeah so we are an inclusive self-care brand um and I say inclusive because when I first started in the industry, it wasn't really like what it was today. Self-care was very um, homogenized. It was, I mean, 
when I first started, self-care as a concept wasn't even really known, but what the wellness industry, I guess, was quite homogenized and it wasn't very inclusive and it wasn't very diverse. Um, so it was a really big kind of goal of mine to, to advocate for it being more inclusive and more diverse. And we did that through um, merch, which we called wearable activism. And we Amazing. kind of really spearheaded headed the inclusive self-care movement within Australia um, and then more recently this year we launched our first line of mental well-being tools so these are that. tools co-created with psychologists um, the psychology practice at the mind room so we've developed yes. um, a journal prompt card and a game um, that are all intended to make self-care self-inquiry self-exploration more accessible, um, use and like steeped in science and psychology and making it more accessible to to a Gen Z audience. So yeah, that's kind I of a little that. bit about what we do in a nutshell. I love that concept. And I think, you know, a self-care and wellness is so saturated now. Like you said, like back a number of years ago, there was nothing and now it's like everywhere. And I think that's something I actually find in that space sometimes is I find it can be a little bit like clicky and just like, I think that dialogue, even opening up that conversation is like amazing that you've done that. And um, yeah, so Thank cool. You. No, I totally get what you mean. I feel like it, it is quite like homogenized. It's it's got a very particular aesthetic, and it, yeah. and, it, and it particularly. I mean, it's definitely evolved even since I've um, been in it, but yeah. or in the industry. But I found that I'm always really drawn and attracted to like pushing into the spaces which aren't being served. Yes, and so for me at the time it felt really radical to create a brand that served people who weren't being served by the current yep. industry and that's kind of that's yeah been a huge driver for me I think in terms of shaping culture in a way or influencing the culture in a way I think that's just as a founder for me like a personal driver um and so it's yeah, it's such a joy to always be like pushing into the spaces which aren't getting seen or there's no attention really being put on it. Amazing. I love that so much. Um, and that's definitely something on this podcast that we also aim to do. So um, yeah, so amazing. I think like as well, it is something that we need to all be focusing on. Obviously, like there's the aesthetic side and the amazing side but there's also you know everyone is going through it like there's so many struggles that um you know in this modern day society juggling so many things at once like we all are constantly on this hustle and grind and having that like kind of checkpoint or something like the cards to make you more aware and think about your self-care and like you know, how are you treating yourself even? I think, yeah, sometimes we just need something to kind of bring that to our awareness as well. So was that kind of like a little bit of the intention behind it? Mm. Yeah, so the extension of our product line to kind of move from what we were in before, which was apparel into the kind of this new space of mental well-being tools, it was largely driven by the fact that 
you know, we were advocating for people to be practicing self-care and for people to be looking inward and I guess living a more conscious and intentional life. And that was great. But then the next question would always come as to like, yeah, but how? Like, I know that that practicing self-care is good for me. I know that I want to look inward, but, and there were these kind of three or four kind of key barriers to entry that we identified when we were um we held did a bunch of research held a lot of one-on-one interviews in the in the prep and the development of our products and it was always we either don't have enough money for say therapy or for psychology or to do all these kind of self-care-esque type things we don't have the time to do it either and then there was we don't know where to start so it's just all very overwhelming and like where do I even begin um, and there was a fourth, but it's forgotten it for now. That's right. Um, yeah. yeah, so that was kind of the intention and the driver behind extending our product line or moving into a new product category, which was let's try and actually solve some of these issues and create products that are a nice kind of entry point into self-inquiry, self-exploration, self-care. But in saying that, like each of the products, they serve a very unique purpose um, so it was all very kind of intentional when we were developing them with the psych- with psychologists as to like, what right. is each product going to serve and what is that like barrier to entry that this product or this tool is going to help overcome? So good. And I think the fact that um, the psychologist backed is incredible because yeah, therapy is not easy to access either. And yeah, sometimes you just need, like I said, just a a prompt and and knowing that a psychologist is back that is just like amazing I think mm-hmm. I think you've sort of touched on it but why are you personally so passionate about like focusing on this like think issues like self-care and burnout and your well-being yeah interestingly for me the entry point into self-care was always around self-exploration and self-inquiry Mm. Um, it's funny. I never, I've, I've just always been interested in always like, even in high school, like from year seven, I remember just being so fascinated back then it was definitely more of a, how can I kind of be my best self so that I can achieve. I definitely entered it through more of like an academic (laughs) lens of, Mm kind of self-development, peak performance, like how can I be my best self to then achieve X, Y, and Z? And obviously now, you know, I can, like that's not the entry point for me. Um, I, I had probably around, I think around the age of 19, a bit of an ex- existential crisis and my own kind of mental health issues that all kind of culminated in a big like, what am I doing here? Like, what is the meaning of life? What is this purpose? And I think because I had been on such a track of like achieve, 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 tick off the, you know, list points of like mm-hmm. what society expects from me and what I expect from myself and what people, other people expect from me. So at quite a young age of 19, having suddenly like the that snap of existential and it was a, a long period of like, what is going on? Like, everything that I believe to be true is no longer really true because I've achieved all these things. And am I really happy? And all that, all those questioning. 
which I think is quite young at like at that age yeah, to be going sure. through that. But I just that's when I kind of really took a deep dive internally and was also I guess on the external world looking for these things and I couldn't find them like I I was looking for the tools that I'm creating now and I just was so shocked and surprised by the fact that there wasn't really anything really that spoke to me and so I had to you know that's when I began practicing yoga um and that's when I began kind of looking inward and trying a bunch of different things from um you know Reiki which I still love to acupuncture to psychology to reading a lot of spiritual texts and I kind of over the years and as I said this kind of was going at the same time when I was exploring the copywriting and then happened to have you know clients in wellness so it, it was a very kind of holistic perspective where I was just very interested in bringing in all this knowledge. And then when I kind of uh, like evolved through that period and felt like I had a clearer understanding of who I am, what I'm about and what I, you know, believe in. And obviously that's an, all, it's an always ongoing. Ever evolving. Yeah. <laughs> Ever evolving. Exactly. But when I got to kind of more of a baseline of stability within myself, I thought like, wow, it's interesting that that doesn't exist. Like why mm. isn't there that a brand or products that can really serve in that way? And that's where kind of the, the seedling of, oh, I should, I should create it. I should start it. Mom. That's so mm. cool. Do you think we are seeing more conversations as well about sort of burnout and, you know, taking care of yourself and your mental health? Like, in the time that you've been working in this space, have you noticed a bit of a change? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think it's actually it's actually been like even more pertinent this year in particular. I think because of the pandemic, mm. it's it's like conversations that I have every day with people about you know, like what, what, what is the purpose of this? Like, why are we (laughs) going on here? And I I think that there's a lot of questioning around our relationship with work happening at this time on like this mass scale, which I haven't seen before, but I think it's always kind of been there as well. And I think it's just happening in different for different people and things happen at different times, but obviously definitely the pandemic has sped it up for a lot of people. I think so as well. Yeah, I know. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So for myself, I worked right through and was getting promotions and like I kind of mm. dealt with the pandemic by just working <laughs> mm. um and then this year I stopped and went hey wait like what actually mm. makes what, what do I want to do mm. so I've, I'm studying mm. I'm extending my knowledge I'm mm. started working for myself yeah like things like that that just sometimes you need to just reconnect inward and go just take a moment and not be afraid to kind of like what you've done try something and just see if it works or see if it fails yeah Um, yeah I think it's really interesting because my journey has is one that I'm realizing more and more is not of like the common experience yeah where I think because you know and like it's always such a funny thing because I am ambitious Mm. And I am, like, I, I do like to work. Same, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's such an interesting thing because, you know, with my business, I've gone through the journey of, like, working lots. Yeah. Even in, an, even in a job and a career path that feels really aligned. So I feel like there's kind of these, these and I, I, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what, what this phenomenon is in my head yeah but I'm where I'm what I've got to is I feel like there's kind of these two kind of groups where one group is is perhaps doing what I did you know back when I was having that existential crisis of like I've (laughs) been on the path of what I thought I should do and now I'm like what do I even like this what's going on I'm so confused like and there's all that kind of happening and then there's the changing career path or maybe I should do this and maybe I should do that and then I'm finding that there's also though for the people who perhaps where I kind of sit more into which is I am doing the thing that feels really aligned but my relationship to it is is changing I'm realizing that I'm not my work and like yeah. I'm not my business and I've always not your I've whole always identity yeah yeah I've always known that but I feel like it's becoming more and more aware like I'm becoming really yeah. conscientious around boundaries and me being you know yeah me I'm I'm not my business I have to like assert my own boundaries so that I can live a life that's really multifaceted 
with all these different, all my other interests as well. Exactly. And so I feel like there's these two kind of groups and we're all coming to the same, you know, yeah. it's, it's still like this kind of mass consciousness, you know, uplift, which I we're all having. I completely agree. Yeah. Um, but just in different ways. Different so. ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? I've had this thought, like, I feel like you're right. And I think things like TikTok, you know, we didn't even have TikTok before the pandemic and mm. all those like kind of people who do like these work from home videos or like is it five to nine outside of your nine to five and things like that. Mm. It's kind of like shining a light on, hey, wait, like there's so much more to life. And, mm. you know, the digital age, there's people who are digital nomads working all over the world. Like, mm. I think we're seeing, just seeing more, like, mm. what's possible and that our whole, what defines us, like, I think it's an ego thing. Like, a lot of people tie themselves to their career because it's just easier than working out who they are. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just a funny thing to think about. It's like, we are seeing conversations I'm having with people uh, it's, it's all the mm. same kind of thing mm. coming up and mm. it's just really fascinating to me <laughs> mm. it is and I think also because now I'm I think this is like four years into having the business which is kind of wild yeah, to think wow. about and I've really grown up with it you know at the beginning it was like oh my god I'm upset like this is so much it was very much that this is so fun it was, so, and I was, yeah. I just want to do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really interesting to even just reflect upon how that's even evolved for me and the journey I've had to go on to realize that, you know, now I feel more than ever. I'm like, the business is what I do, but it's not who I am. Exactly. And yeah. particularly in the self-care industry, which was what we were kind of talking about before, like I always have this this thing of like self-care is not a personality. No. I'm not as like a self-care person, like objectively. You shouldn't have to be. Yeah, you shouldn't have to be. Me as a person, it's like I have so, like me as a found, like as just an individual, like I have so many different, interests and desires and passions and the way in which I think about self-care and this is the role it's played for me is that it's enabled me to live the life that I want to live totally it's not my identity but it's been the foundation that's allowed it's like the entry point for the introspection that then allows me to live the life I want to live kind of out in the real world I love that And it's all about balance as well, isn't it? Like really sometimes the self-care rituals and things we do are just grounding us, Mm -hmm. like you said, to live the life that we want to live. What does your sort of day-to-day look like in um, structuring like your time and like how you manage the business? I don't really have like this time I do this and then every day I do this. And then, and particularly because I still dabble in the management consulting world as well. And then I also kind of freelance a little bit here and there. Like it's a very kind of fluid, the way in which I work is very fluid. So I guess it's more around, for me, the structure comes from delineating between when I work and when I don't work. So I have pretty strong boundaries as to like what marks the beginning of my workday and then the end of my workday. And then how I exist within that workday is very fluid. Yeah. But for me, it'll always kind of generally begin at around eight, 
and I'll always anytime before 8am or whenever that start time is sometimes it's nine today it was 10 anytime before then it's like that's me me time so like I this morning I went to yoga or I'll generally move in some way I'll listen to a podcast that I love to listen to and I generally always meditate right before I then begin kind of my work day and then I'm pretty good at being now it took a long time like no this is just what it is I finish up my work day at like 5 36 and like that's that and then I always end it with the meditation and then move into like again that time and that space for me and I think that's been so transformative particularly you know as you're building a business where you likely will have to dabble in all these different other totally kind of jobs at the same time and you'd have ideas yeah. like while you're doing something else and <laughs> exactly it can be really hard to then you know I, I went through a period where it was like I'm doing you know I went through a period where it was like because I'm spending this amount of time on like working in a job where I'm not working on self-care then you know I'll have to squish self-care into the early hours of the morning and squish it into the late hours of the night and I've just through that I was like I'm just not doing that anymore because like me as a person like I am instrumental to me being able to create and do all these different things so I kind of like have to make sure that I'm maintaining my own well-being and my own connection to myself and my friends and my family and my partner like I as we were speaking about that like being a multifaceted person Mm. work is just one element of my life so in terms of like the structure of a day it is very fluid in the middle but those boundaries allow it to be really fluid which is really really beautiful I love that what role do you think social media plays in your business as well it's obviously a huge part of running a business these days like what impact have you found that that has? It's really interesting because it's such a shifting, ever-evolving behemoth. (laughs) (laughs) Like what is the right word to describe what this is? Yeah, that's a good word. Because it's changed so much. And I think in 2022 and now kind of as we're at the end of 2022 and moving into 2023, I think that the conversation around social media is going to continue to evolve yeah. because even I've seen over the years kind of doing this and being in, in the world of e-commerce, yeah, it's, we're seeing more and more with every algorithm shift, with every privacy mm. change, just how fragile it is. Totally. And I think, it's, it's it's such a hard one because it it's almost it is it's not almost it is a non-negotiable I guess as a yeah, brand 100%. to have a presence but then whether like I think the purpose of that is changing the purpose of the medium is changing totally and I guess within my industry I think it's less around conversion and actually like the hard sell but it's now more around just that community and that brand building yeah which I guess it always was but like I even look at engagement and our stats from like 2019 2020 to today and it's like whoa things have changed like it's just such a 
a moving beast. So it's ever evolving, but it is very important. But I think that importance in terms of the survival of the business, in terms of like the funding and the financing and the the way in which that's actually going to drive sales is changing. Yeah. Um, that's an interesting one. We could mm. definitely delve into that, both <laughs> working in the social media space, but um, and it's hard when you're managing channels for brands as well, because it's like, you know, you may not be, you can't really quantify getting your name out there to new people. Mm. Like that is invaluable, but it's like, if it's not converting to sales, it's like very hard to kind of prove mm. value, isn't it? So it is, it is. It's really interesting. I think that for me, like personally within the business, social media is an amazing way that we, as because we're an e-com brand, communicate yeah. with our audience, but it's more around nurturing like the community. Yeah, which is something I noticed. Yeah something I noticed when I was looking at your channels, like they're so beautifully curated. And um, mm. I think you really now knowing what those values are a little bit more, like, I think you really are encompassing that. And mm. yeah, I think, I think that's important because the people that you're going to connect or the people that are going to connect to your brand will find you on those channels. Obviously. Mm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of social media. So where can people find self-care originals online or on social media if they do want to check it out or go and um, have a look at the cards as well. Yeah. So our website is selfcareoriginals.com. Um, on TikTok, we're self-care originals. And on Instagram, we are self underscore 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 care. I have a whole thing about we need to get the self-care originals um uh, name but somebody yeah. is holding it hostage isn't that so, just the story of everyone's life like that's the same I, my own name it's like it's really ridiculous they're like in their bio it says like dm us if you want to buy it off us so they're <gasps> literally they're like trolling <laughs> us and I'm like what <laughs> so like one million dollars <laughs> i know i'm like oh my god so as like a sign of protest because i'm like that is so exploitative <laughs> like what? Right. It's a sign of protest. We are self with three underscores care or just self-care originals. It'll come up, but come the up. actual handle is being held hostage by an internet troll, which is great. Oh Love God. it. It's <laughs> just so funny. Well, Rachel, it's been so lovely to talk to you. I think that there's some really great sort of nuggets of information for people who are like either wanting to focus on their own self-care journey or wanting to start a business. Um, So thank you so much for joining us. No worries. Thank you for having me. I just loved that chat with Rachel. I think the work she's doing is really needed. And I think there's such a demand for, I guess, psychologists, but, you know, even things that can help us that maybe given it's so hard to sometimes access that support tools like what Rachel's created are really great to just help people get people thinking, get people checking in, getting in those good habits. Um, if you have any great suggestions or good habits for self-care, let me know. You can message us at how do you hustle or you can send us an email, um, which is also at the link on our Instagram. If you've enjoyed this episode, give us a like, give us a nice review and We've got some really great uh, guests coming up on the show. I'm going to have another episode, I think, before Christmas and New Year, and then take maybe a month off just to 
focus on my self-care. So yeah, if you've got any suggestions for who you'd like us to interview or maybe you'd like to be on the show, let us know. Until then, I'll talk to you next time. If you're looking for high quality, tailored communications, copywriting and content development, look no further than Word on the Street Press. Go to www.wordonthestreetpress.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.